You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 204. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! What's Crack Pack Like and Podcast World? Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 204. Dosientos Quattro. Crack Pack Like. Ha! Crack Pack baby. <laughs> on a wonderful little Tuesday in Lake Charles, coming to you with a topic inspired by one of our listeners. I'm sure John's going to elaborate on this. And Woo! it is Are You Really Ever Prepared? That's right. That's mm. right. What a good, what a good insight, too. I mean, what a good question to throw out there. This coming in from a young lady who has already given us a number of topics. So this is coming in from my cousin Ashley. So we greatly appreciate it. Um, I can't remember the other ones offhand, but we've this is probably the third or fourth one. So yeah. thanks again. You know, we're always looking for topics and things to discuss that are pertinent to what you want to hear. So if you do have a suggestion, throw it out there. I don't think we've ever turned anyone down so far. So. We've we, turned John down a few times. <laughs> well, you're listeners, right. Listeners, you're For right. me, that's different. Uh, that's different. Yeah, CC thanks, Ashley. That's, that's a great topic. And, uh, you know, I like the spontaneous ones because I can't prepare. So <laughs> let's do it. It's kind of like my paper. I was writing and then CC said I wasn't prepared. Yeah, 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 Couldn't yeah. even fit it on the page. I, I didn't have paper or anything. Hot dog had a tear sheet off for me, so I'm ready to roll. Yeah, looking forward to the topic today. It should be uh, pretty good. And before we get rolling into it, we're going to flip it over for the jo- to Johnny for the good old weekly rap. Weekly, would you rather, John? All right, guys. Would you rather be surprised or be prepared for an event? Hmm. Pretty, you know, congruent with what we're talking about that's today. A, that's a, that's Is this like one. a surprise party? And could be. Know we have it a party. could be a surprise party. Would you like we to show up at the house? Say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a different though. You could be surprised for you know going to dinner. It could be surprised for you know whatever it may be. Andy Man's birthday today. Happy birthday, Andy Man! Oh, happy birthday, happy Andy birthday. Man! Happy birthday, Andy Man! That's awesome. Um, and I guess we're looking at me, so I'm gonna go first. Yes, here. you go first, that dog. I'm gonna take. This is really tough for me because in parts of my life, I like to be prepared. Parts of my life, I like to be surprised, like just live with what's happening. And I'm going to say, man, I'm just going to go with what my gut tells me that is. I'd rather be surprised about the situation um, and hope that all my like general knowledge of life or whatever I've got going on or how I've handled situations in the past, I can handle whatever the situation is in front of me because I'm like, this could be something really good that I'm getting surprised for. It could be something bad. So... I'm going to lean on past experience and go with be surprised. Man, I'm not feeling too confident for him. How about you, CC? <laughs> I'm pretty confident for myself. I'm going to I'm going to go with the same sort of go with your gut, and I'm leaning towards prepared. I don't feel like CC would be prepared. You know, maybe because I've always been more conservative and less spontaneous, so that's my nature. Uh, as much as I love surprises for the sake of something fun, like a like a 
mm-hmm. party or like a yes, gift. I party. love that surprise side of things. But on the flip side, um, you know, like we wanted to know what our kids were going to be. We, we wanted to have that, you know, something about that, that, that mental calm and lack of, yeah, I don't want to carry any anxiety wondering what an outcome will be. So if it's one of these deals where an outcome could be known, I'll probably want to know it. Um, but at the same time, love surprises. Walking both sides of the line. I did it too for a second. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. It's yeah. cool. It's cool. <laughs> well, you know, for me, I would say, you know, generally speaking, I would prefer to be surprised. Um, but now, you know, where I am in my life, it takes a lot of planning and things to do if I want to leave the house and do something like that. So, um, you know, childcare, that kind of thing. So it's a little bit different now. There are certain things that I need to be a little bit more prepared and planned for and get uh, get some things taken care of. But Overall, I think my heart would say, let's just be surprised. Oh, yeah. Way to join that boat, John. Um, I think this is a good topic. And are you really ever prepared? I'm going to start this off with what comes to my mind. So, story here. Go to the mission last night. Ooh, I I heard about that. I invited John. He's literally within walking distance of the (laughs) church. I offered for him um, to take Queen care Heaven's of my mission. kids. That's Queen not what he offered. He sent a picture of his kid and I said, bring your kid. No problem, man. You do it all the time. You can sit outside. You can bring the whole family, whatever. So we go and we're like, I don't know, two thirds of the way through this action and about three, four rows ahead of us, a young guy. There was a lot of youth there because I guess maybe apostolic hours or something okay. like that. Normally, that's in the front. We're kind of sitting where, where you sit sometimes, about three, four rows from the back. So I had a good bird's eye view of this. And this, this young fellow has a seizure, like just right in the middle of this. Man. Oh, wow. It's quite an experience on a number of levels. I mean, like, it's from me to that door. Um, I had never seen anybody have a seizure, like, on hand here. And so, boom, like, people are like, hey, I got a doctor. We need a little help. Somebody comes down there, it was a doctor, and then, um, like, the priest just immediately, like, just stoically calm, and he's a very young guy, like, boom. Start rolling up the whole church, Hail Mary's going on, did, like, um, two uh, parts of the rosary, and um, they wind up working it out. Inter- I mean, at one point, he was, like, blue. It was tough, but all the people around him, and I'm going through this ever really prepared situation, there's people, like, the outside, I have no idea what to do. Like, help, and need a doctor, we need some. And the people around him, like, were his friends, people, calm as can be. I mean, literally, like, one's just laying here, I mean, holding them, the two-by-side, super calm, one's on a phone. I'm just like, I mean, what's happening? Monsignor's over there doing, like, the daggum blessings and everything going on. I mean, I'm a little emotional about the situation. It was pretty yeah, crazy. pretty intense. And so... Long story short, everything works out okay for the for the young fellow. They wheeled him out uh, when he was like limp as a dish rag, and he came back in for like while he was waiting on his parents, somebody to come pick him up for like a minute. And then Monsignor talked after and was like, you know, miracle, power, prayer, all this kind of stuff. And so when I'm like looking at the topics on John's area, really prepared, I was like, man, you really saw both sides of the coin here in church. A, you didn't know what would happen uh, to the guy, but but the people who were prepared who were like his friends and turned out Monsignor had said, man, he's been dealing with these seizures. His family told me when they came pick him up since he's been in the fourth grade. And I don't know how often they happen or whatnot, but it was clear that the people who were prepared were right by him and knew how to handle this thing. Hmm. No problem. Those family members or friends? Or I don't know. Friends. I didn't ask, couldn't tell, but it would just seemed clear to me that I was thinking family. Alexander was thinking friends. I was a little, you know, it was about three rows ahead of us, not four, mm-hmm. but I mean, right in front of us. And, um, 
the rest of the church though, including probably myself was like, Hey doctor, we need some help. <laughs> like, yeah. What do we do? You know, like a complete, a little bit of a panic. And that was a true like difference of somebody who's kind of prepared knowing what's going on here and the people who are, you know, like myself, not prepared. So when I saw this topic, I couldn't help but think of the story. You know, when you say that, that's kind of along the lines I didn't have, I mean, that's, it's kind of a scary experience. You know, I've mm-hmm. been in situations like that, but it just goes to, um, it makes you think of the, the spontaneity of these things. These things mm-hmm. just occur. It's like a snap of a finger. Life mm-hmm. can change. And then when your life changes quickly, um, people are involved. Your health could be involved. You know, how prepared are you? You know, I think about like life insurance. I mean, that's not something I ever wanted to mess with until mm-hmm. back in the day I started having kids. And I was like, Hey, maybe what if something happens to me? Like I won't be able to work. And so, you know, I think, you know, I don't know if we're ever fully prepared emotionally for some of the things life throws at us. I do think it's kind of nice that we have the opportunity to, to get things in order, you know, mm-hmm. cause you never know. A lot of times we do this cast and we talk about snap of a finger and it's all about like, we don't know when our time's going to end, but you know, there's never a better day to get your life in order spiritually, emotionally, physically than, than today. Right. Mm-hmm. Every day is a new day. And so it makes you kind of check yourself, I guess, and appreciate your life and what you've got. I don't know. That's kind of the thoughts that come to mind when you mention that story. How about you, Steve? Yeah, man, I heard about that story this morning from uh, one of my patients was telling me about it, but to kind of change gears a little bit and talk a little bit about what comes to mind whenever we talk about this is, um, you know, talking about getting up and getting ready, getting moving in the morning. Um, you and I have both done the miracle morning, done some things to try to <sighs> Still get, at it over here, buddy. get started, to get <laughs> moving. And I remember my brother, Father Michael, telling me one day, he's like, you know, you just need to get up. You know, I don't care what time it is. If it's two hours before everybody gets up and just get yourself together that way, you know, you're ready for whatever happens. You know, you got to face the day with, you know, getting the kids out, getting them dressed, getting them fed, whatever that may be. And, uh, I do that, you know, on a consistent basis now. So I get up earlier than everybody else. I usually go and exercise. Sometimes if I have something else going on, I'll just sit and drink coffee and kind of just mentally prepare myself. Um, but it's just something that I think is helpful to make me not get as, worked up whenever things don't go exactly as you know I would like for them to because having that many small kids a lot of the times you don't get everything up get everything together and get out of the the door at least two or three to sometimes five times a week one or two or all of them are going to poop in their pants (laughs) (laughs) somebody's going to throw up on themselves on me or throw some food on somebody else so then you gotta you know change clothes and do all that kind of stuff so it's uh it's something that, you know, having small kids, you can't ever really prepare for all of the curveballs that are going to be thrown in um, in your direction. But it is something that you can at least do a better job being awake and alert and have yourself organized uh, to be able to handle some of those things. What about what do you think about that, CC? No, I the agree. bad routine. Man, oh man, I remember those days. <laughs> Yo, now I'm spoiled. I don't have to I know. change any diapers. But just the <laughs> mental... Uh, uh, the mental release of being able to relax and not have to stress. I mean, nowadays my preparation is, you know, setting my clothes out, coffee pots ready. I prep my meals. I do get up a little early to pray sometimes to work out. Like today I did my workout and man, it's just so nice taking that tension off. Cause you know, the day is going to throw you all kind of curveballs. Mm-hmm. It could be a kid with a dirty diaper, but if you prepare and set you the stage for success, I think it's, um, it's good for your mental health. Obviously, it's good for your physical health because you're preparing your body for the the day that's going to come. And um, man, it makes me laugh thinking about those uh, 
those curveballs. Man, <laughs> I remember those days getting up and if you get if you don't give yourself the time and you're like I'm setting the alarm 15 minutes before I got to go do X Y Z and then boom, throwing up. Dirty yeah. diaper. Oh, it's horrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the 15 minutes, you might have needed an hour and a half. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I think that's a really good point. Both of y'all make, but I, I kind of go with CC, like thinking out what you're going to do the next day a little bit or what you're going to wear, all that kind of stuff. I'd never thought about that till Alexander kind of came along. And I'm like, man, it's a good idea to think about what you're going to wear like the day before because you don't know what's going to happen when you wake up the next morning. And so I kind of start a little bit the night before. Oh, what am I going to wear tomorrow? What am I going to do? Another thing I go with this topic, and I don't know where Ashley was, was heading when she was thinking about this. It's kind of like on a, a two, I have a question for y'all, but on a deeper level with this one, I'm like, are like, we really ever prepared to die? Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's like going a pretty deep level with this, but that kind of goes in my thing, like, or prepare for Jesus to come, you know? Um, and that's something that I think whenever I see this topic that comes to my mind, it kind of makes you pause for a minute and think, golly, uh, you would hope you'd be in the best case scenario, but we're all human. Sometimes flesh overpowers the spirit, etc. That's a, another thing. Does that come to y'all's thought at all? No, absolutely. I, I think it's something that, you know, for us as Catholics, you know, we believe we need to be in a state of grace mm-hmm. uh, in order to um, be eligible to retain that eternal salvation that's been laid out for us. And, you know, every day is a struggle. You know, every day there are different temptations and things that are, you know, flashed in front of you, whether it be uh, TV, you know, whatever it is, there's a lot of different things that go on. So, you know, some days, uh, you know, I'm definitely guilty of being like super confident about it. Oh man, I'm in a good spot right now. <laughs> take then, me, Jesus. Yeah, I'm take ready. Me. <laughs> right after he walks out of the confessional, he's like, I'm there. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's, Let's go. <laughs> Where's the lightning? <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, some of those times, you know, you're a lot more confident and feel a lot better about it. But, uh, you know, that can change also with the snap of a finger to mm-hmm. where you're like, shouldn't have done that, shouldn't have behaved this way, you know, towards my family or whatever the, the situation may be, um, that it can change pretty quickly. I'm with both of y'all. You know, there's times where I'm in the status of grace and I'm just, hey. Feels good. I got this. I got this. Take me today. And just finished St. Joe's book over there. That's probably yeah, what out when he's You know, and when I'm not, it's time to take the book back <laughs> off the shelf. <laughs> you know, or, you know, I'll be hanging out and April's like, yeah, I could die tomorrow. And I'm, and then if I can't recite me too, then it's time to check myself, you know, and, and, and it makes you hopefully consciously make efforts to prepare yourself, prepare your soul for heaven because you know, we don't know when it's going to come. Um, I think one of the recent gospels was about that. You know, it could, you know, when's Jesus going to come? You know, mm-hmm. you don't know when that's going to happen. And, you know, you know, down here we, we get tragedies that happen like hurricanes. You know, we can prepare for a hurricane, right? We can get the things together because we know it probably is going to happen again one day. And to, for the most part, we can watch it happening in real time. But uh, that's, a, that's a privilege we have of seeing it coming. But we just don't know when God's going to call us up, you know? Yeah, I think you can get in every day, throw into life and take a lot of things for granted, you know. Not just for that, but for many things. The other question I had for y'all, I was talking to a buddy of mine yesterday for a while, and he was like, Matt, I'm just visiting about life. He's like, you need to get a 10-year plan together. And I'm like, when I hear those kind of words, five-year plan, 10-year plan, I'm just like, ooh. And this kind of goes to John's, would you rather? I'm like, oh, man, dude, I, that feels like I'm boxing myself in way too much over here. I don't know what's going to happen. Whatever the heck I planned, it's going to probably go on, undone in some way. And then I'm like, so I kind of struggle sometimes in life with uh, – be surprised, be prepared because you prepare a lot and that can all be a, and I'm a maximizer, a waste of time. If it goes another direction, you cannot prepare a lot though. And then get wake up in the morning and it'd be a complete mess on your hands. Um, 
So what do y'all think about that? Like having the long-term plans for goals in life about that? No, I think the long-term plans, whether it be five-year or 10-year plan, are good in order to give yourself goals and things that you want to shoot for achieving it. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't mean that the thing that you set your sight on is going to be the same thing that you want to achieve in two years, three years, five years, but you can always change, you know, what your goals are. But, um, you know, people who set those goals or set those desires of what they want to do are much more likely to achieve those if you put them out put in action steps of how you're going to accomplish this. Uh, just saying, I want to, you know, um, split time in the highlands and just saying that not doing things in order to a great plan for somebody (laughs) to make that happen. Uh, just makes that a lot less likely of something that's attainable and much more like a wish that you want to happen at some point in time. Yeah, I agree. I think it's good to have those 10 year plans. I've been pretty good about looking at them, but sometimes not. And I think like Steve said, backing up, okay, what's my 10 year, my five year, my one year, my 12 month. And it's taking those baby steps and look at your life. Like you, everybody probably has a a goal they want to accomplish. I would love to retire early or I'd love to travel here and there, but you have kids one day and they have to go to college. And then I got three daughters. So I'm, you know, one of them might want to get married, (laughs) you know, and then I don't want to work forever. So I got to retire. So how can I prepare now for what's inevitable in five, 10, 15, 20 years? And so that the day doesn't show up and I'm like, Oh, you know, yeah, I gotta, I gotta pay for this and I didn't prepare, but you can do those things ahead of time and, um, and, and baby steps. And I think that's a, I mean, that's the way we should look at life. So that's my thoughts on that. Um, it's, uh, I guess as far as preparation, has one of y'all prepared for who hit the gas or pumped the brakes? I could just throw it at one of y'all spontaneously and see if you are or not. How about hot dog? He looks ready. He looks, looks kind of like ready. He's, he's kind of got a little nod on his face. This is good. This kind of, honestly, I was thinking about hitting the gas and pumping the brakes to say this, and then it kind of goes with the theme. So hitting the gas. <laughs> Going to Highlands tomorrow. Woo! Yes. With first time ever bringing my dog. Reese, yes. Never made the drive. You know, Reese has had six neck surgeries over the years, five a long time ago. It's because you didn't bring her to CC out of the gate. One recently, and (laughs) And um, it's a walking miracle. Shout out, Dr. Woodward. And uh, sorry, CC. And so, um, you know, and I'm like bringing the dog, and I'm thinking, man, there's a lot to this having to be prepared. Had to buy a specific carrier for the car. Making sure I got like all her medicine she takes, the, the little cushion she sits on. Having a dog gate in the hall, how's she going to, like a lot of thoughts went in my head way more. I travel all the time than having to think, man, I'm bringing a dog. And then Alexander brought on me, imagine when it's a kid. Oh, and, uh, I was thinking, oh, yes. It's like a little bit of a precursor here, hopefully. So we're hitting the gas, taking Reese to Highlands, you know, wish us luck on this long journey in the car for Reese and myself. Nervous, excited. Well, she's- And Alexander sitting in the back on the majority of the trip. <laughs> Oh, Reese fried shotgun? No, no, no. She's going to sit in the back with the dog. But oh, Reese, I was like, wow. Reese will want to yeah. stand up in this inner oh. cage. And like, if I had to hit the brakes, I'm shooting. So we've been doing test drives, preparing. Like on oh. Saturdays and Sundays, we go like get donuts in the morning. And we drive for like an hour. We started 30 minutes. We're up oh, to cool. an hour just driving so she gets used. But a lot of times, like I'll like hit the brakes, something, boom, she stands up. She's like, I'm ready. Thinks you know? she's getting out. Yeah, we're turning. And it's out. like somebody be like, hey, you know. So the goal is to try this like the first few hours, get her acclimated then alexander's gonna hop up front one of the brakes and then when we get to like atlanta or going up the mountain make sure hey somebody's kind of about the dog so maybe get out for a break or two 
Oh yeah, we can have some stops. Well, that's a lot better uh, idea than letting Reese ride shotgun over your wife. I'll tell you that. Yeah, much. I was like, man, I tell you, I understand giving her, giving Reese. Uh, we had to do this in the hurricane for some short travels out, so we're gonna really find out what happens here on the trip to the mountains for Reese. All right, guys, we appreciate everybody tuning in with us this week. Um, we enjoyed the topic. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Thanks again, Ashley. Great topic. Um, if y'all have any thoughts, comments on uh, being prepared in life, and if you're prepared, we'd love to hear from you. If you get a chance to rate, review, or subscribe to the podcast, it would be appreciated as well. Till next time, we'll catch y'all later. Aye. Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing, sun is shining, nothing more I need. Yeah. If you feel like this your best life, won't you sing with me?